What's good, everybody? You're listening to The Quarter Note, an album review podcast for musically inclined individuals analyze a single project at a time. I'm Jay Cass. Guess your boy, Jelani Carter. I'm Andre Dowdy. I'm Fax Mercury. Thank you for tuning in. As always, on today's episode, we are going to be diving into the new open mic eagle project, anime, trauma, and divorce. Andre, what's up? So, Anime Trauma and Divorce is the latest project from Open Mike Eagle that dropped in October. Um, it's the last project for him since 2017. If you do not count the soundtrack to the New Negroes, the one-season show on Comedy Central. Um, so the focal point, focal points, I should say, around this album are in the title. Um Open Mike Eagle had a pretty tumultuous 2019, all things considered. So um, his label that he was developing with a bunch of his close friends and collaborators uh, fell apart um, in a pretty grim way, apparently. There's some fin- financial issues. People um, couldn't get around that. So that fell apart. The New Negroes did get canceled on Comedy Central. And to top it all off, uh, he, Open Mike Eagle got divorced with his, from his partner of 14 years. So, uh, at the recommendation of his therapist, he just wrote his emotions down or just wrote, wrote stuff down and it all turned into, uh, this album that we hear here. Um, so we were talking about the album casually like two days ago. And uh, Jelani said, oh, I get why you like this album, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, uh, if Andre were to wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm a rapper, this is exactly what that That's album exactly would sound what like. I, I was like. thinking as I was listening to this. It's just like, if Dre was a rapper, he'd be open mic. <laughs> yeah, it better sure. be your soundtrack for whatever look back on your life there is yeah and it's not even like a like an insult or anything because this is a good album i'm just like oh this is just so Andre. strong dre energy strong exactly. dre energy. big dre energy big dre yeah energy. so it's it's an album that doesn't take itself seriously you know as a rapper open Mike eagle obviously fits in this very weird gray area of comedian rappers you, on the far end of things you can think of like Zach Fox, who, you know, be making some pretty good songs and shit. So there's that. <laughs> but obviously his punchlines are way more absurd and um, in that line of comedy, whereas uh, this album is way more uh, observant, way more testimonial and way more. And this is a word I didn't want to throw out initially, but I'm going to use it. Uh, honest. That's a word that gets thrown around a lot in regards to hip hop. And I guess, um, falls into the the um like the respectability politics that are in hip hop. So mm-hmm. um this album kind of is different using honest uses uses honesty differently in that it's uh coming from quote unquote a very real place because this is all stuff that has happened over the course of of you know Eagles 2019 but it doesn't try to hide it at all and it doesn't try to you know get buried in its sadness there are moments mm-hmm. that are funny because that's where eagles chops really come from this is his comedy side but uh um there are moments where it's equally 
somber for lack of a better term um mm-hmm. the focal point of this album too one of the focal points i should point, point out the first word in the title is anime uh, so um when eagle had initially thought up the concept of the album um he was looking to make this this correlation between how anime is a, a power fantasy and the people that need a power fantasy the most are black people um mm-hmm. it's a good observation because I'm sure yeah. most of you yeah. are aware like it's a great observation. Black honestly. people love anime. And it was something I had mentioned to somebody a while ago too. Like A anime and B like Japanese entertainment. Like, why is it so appealing? And it's something that Jelani like I like to bring up to a friend of ours, Coco. Like mm-hmm. he like he loves that kind of like underdog arc, which is something that we see a lot in, yeah. in anime. You can very be a, a nobody and become uh, a superhero or, or somebody of of respect and value in in an interesting way. So so mm-hmm. he initially was going to make the album based around that idea of just like the black power fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously once the turmoil all hit, that kind of shifted in a different way. Whereas it's not like we all need this. It became I really need this because yeah, you know, at the end of the year, he had three big blows to his ego. You know, his show got canceled. He got divorced. Um, bro, and then 2020 happened, bro. Oh yeah, and then God. 2020 happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's wow. rough. I'm, I'm glad that he uh, found a way to turn tragedy into art. And yeah. then also, I recently, I was like, just going through his Instagram, and I recently read that he like launched a podcast network and like a boutique label back in July of this year. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he oh. found his footing. Um, he has like a podcast with uh, DJ... Prince Paul, I think that's his name. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. they had that. Yeah, was, that from, was what would happen. What had happened was, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like a few other shows on that network, and then he has his label, which you know has the album on it. Um, so I would say he definitely turned it around. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just initial thoughts. Um, I I've known of Open, Open My Eagle for like a very long time, and I do like his his music and his art in general. But like, I, I would definitely say like his music was just never really for me. But listening to this album, I I really loved how like raw and it's I, I don't I don't know what the right word is, but just like hearing him get out all of his feelings in such an organic way was just very refreshing to me. Like, like, um, one of my favorite songs is like the Black Mirror episode song. And I just love how, how raw and he was just like honest and just like, just got all his feelings out. He was just like, this shit ruined my marriage and I'm upset about it and I'm gonna make a dope song about it. And he was just super honest with it. And I, and I love honesty like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, especially when it comes to a subject like that, he didn't have to make a song about divorce. He could have just either internalized that, talked about it with the homies, talked about it with his therapist and just left it alone. Maybe throw it away in like a bar. But he was like, no, nah, I'm gonna make a full on like anthem about it. And that's like a phrase I've been saying like all week since I first <laughs> listened to it. And I've never been married before in my life. And I barely <laughs> watched Black Mirror. So it's like, and also I'm so curious to know which episode he's talking about. We were kind of talking about it a couple days fucking ago. Fucking Black Mirror episode will ruin your marriage. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's not even so like it that's Ruthie said it had to have been the blind one. <laughs> She's just, it's just the blind one. I mean, honestly, the first episode where the senator fucks a pig, like, yeah. it, honestly, it's yeah. But what are you seeing in that episode that you look at your wife and you're like, 
well, maybe it's like, yo, would you do that? Yo, if, this like, is it. We're done here. Sorry. What if she's like, yo, what if it was like, like, to save me, you got to do it? And he's like, nah. Nah. So, and she's like, what? What do you mean? It's like, why are you, you telling me you want to fucking pick like to save that? me? You just let me die? <laughs> but nah, shorty. It was like, it's made up. It's not, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying like I wouldn't do it, but it's like, you know. You know I love you? To- Come on, why are we even doing this? That Come wouldn't happen like, in the first place. Real. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck the pig. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I did enjoy this album. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. There is a kind of like corny moments, just because, like, for me, his delivery is just a little too cornballish. You know what I'm saying? But I think uh, when he like really kind of like dips into his like rapper delivery, I enjoyed it. And he's like one of those rappers, like, yeah, he's like a comedian and yeah, he's a, a rapper, but he's not like a Lonely Island or even like a Zach Fox. You know what I mean? Like, he's definitely like a funny nigga that raps, you know what I'm saying? Like, and is just yeah. as passionate about the comedy as it is, as uh, as he is about his bars. And I respect that a lot. Um, so, yeah. Cass. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, I agree with, with all of that. I mean, um, I... Also, this is, like, the first record that I sat down with by open mic, but, like... Mine, too. I, I, like, yeah, I just heard I, random songs. I never really, like, listened to a full right, right, project. Right. And there were some, there were some um, popular songs of his over the years that I've, like, grazed over. Uh, and, you know, I they're, they're dope. He's dope. Um, and his other stuff has, has gotten high praise as well, like Brick Body, Kids Still Daydream, and... Um, this is what happens when I try to relax. Mm-hmm. Those were two highly acclaimed records. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this, but I, it's like, for me, it's, it's very 50, 50 with me. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy how raw and honest he is. And I enjoy how like on his sleeve and, yeah. how, and like how a lot of his, uh, how the wordplay is like, tongue-in-cheek and it's also bleak at the same time and Mm -hmm. it's um he really talks about like these traumatic experiences but he like it's almost like it's a nervous laugh like throughout the whole record you Mm. know it's like dark humor Um, (laughs) and that's like the kind of humor that i enjoy just regularly so like yeah that's what i welcome with open arms but um and maybe this is just me i feel like it's almost too raw or it's like it's too in it to the point where yeah like all the things that make like a good song kind of gets left or it kind of takes a blow just because he's it the 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 focus is on getting all of his stuff out on the paper mm-hmm. getting all of his thoughts and getting all of his problems out in the ethos and at that same, in the same vein, like the songs don't feel like songs. They're just kind of like blobs of emotion. If that, yeah. makes, that no, makes sense. That definitely makes sense. I feel like that was kind of what I was trying to get at. Like, I, I, sh- I don't think I should have used the word like corny or anything, but I think the honesty definitely kind of took you out of the song a little bit. You know yeah, what it's I mean? like, like a little awkward, but like you yeah. accept it for what for how exactly. awkward it is, but you exactly. also like recognize that it's awkward at the same time. So it's yeah, 
it's it's cool. It's cool. I like yeah. it. I dig it. Yeah. What about you, Fax? What do you think? Um, for me, I would say so. Like the first thing that jumps out to me is instead of I guess using the word honest, I would say it's brutally candid. Like if you were having a conversation Fact. with him and he told you this, you'd kind of be like, "I just met you, dude. Why are you telling me all of this?" <laughs> so in uh, that you're way, it's all like, the hoes. <laughs> yeah, like it's more than raw. It's just it, it like in the way that you described saying how his therapist told him write these things down. It literally feels that you can feel that he jotted this stuff down in a journal. Was like, "I'm going to try to make this into you know rhyme schemes," but it has yeah. the same energy of him saying like, "I dealt with this shit." And I have to tell somebody and but I want to make music and this feels like the most constructive way to do that. Um, On top of that, I really feel like this album is the fine line of comedy and rap where all of these could be this could have been a stand up. If he didn't make mm-hmm. an album, this could have been a complete like one hour, hour and a half stand up of these same topics. And yeah. those same bars could have been regular punchlines that we all would have been laughing at. So yeah. I appreciate that where his rap and the laughs don't really like step on each other. They kind of work well together. But again, like you were saying, Cass, the content just is is heavy enough where if maybe you watched in a stand up and he was just as brutally honest, you might not laugh as much at it because you're like, that is kind of dark. And like, I know you're trying to make us laugh, but you're like, you're going through like, some shit. Yeah, like, dog, you are, you, are, you are you good? Are you okay? Like, yeah, what like, are you doing after this show? I'd like to make sure you're going to be okay after yeah. the show. Um, the palettes of which he uses to like get them out don't necessarily help either. Like not all of the beat selection is particularly good at times where it it adds to what you're saying, that blob of emotion, like certain tracks are just kind of there. And -hmm. he's like, I'll take what I can get. Like, and it feels like, as you were saying, he really sacrificed uh, song structure and song integrity over. I have to get this out. I have to tell somebody about this. So what could have been maybe for better or worse, how brutally honest you were, you could have maybe found a metaphor or some other idea to make that work while it turning into a good song like other you know other artists they all go through pain they just find a way to you know to 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 give some sort of other perspective so that you're not necessarily bombarded with that you might Mm -hmm. still feel it but maybe the how you're given that message is a little bit different since it takes you a little bit longer but this you immediately know what he's talking about so the the song hits you and you're like oh okay and now i gotta sit with three minutes of you telling me what's going on (laughs) yeah that's very I, I did like it because at, on top of all of that it still it still feels to me in all honesty the most relatable album i've ever heard like this is regular oh, sure. man rap like it, it was really like oh you're a regular guy going through regular people issues yeah, yeah and you're you know, telling me in a regular, regular people just, way yeah, like it's like, regular man rap. rap i love it's, it i always get to say like in my notes i was just like is this dad rap but like <laughs> It's not you know, because it's, it's like because norm like dad rap, rap is like <laughs> normie rap. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's like it's so just it's relate. It's like dad rap in the sense that it's like him talking about being a dad. It's not like dad rap in the sense that it's I mean, just like a bunch of corny pop culture references yeah. that you know nothing about. You know what I mean? <laughs> he even plays. Ironically, even like, he is. Yeah, he is a dad. So it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Is that his son exactly. on the last song? Uh, yeah. Well, his son, his son, his son's on two. It's Ace's Bob. Ace, Ace yeah. is his son. Oh, yeah. Well, Ace, I Ace don't name his son Ace Cash Son. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. He's on Ace's Bop and then he's on the last one. Um. Yeah. You know what's funny? I think that about Fonte at this point. 
Yeah, I think Vontae's like, like he, regular old man though. Like he been yeah. through some shit. Now he's telling you. I mean, like, like yeah, hey, hit that hey, like, forty blood. stride. He's like, hey, what's up? Oh, hey, hey, coming. Hey, messed up. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like he's Open Mike Eagles thirty nine. So, so he yeah. basically, yeah, yeah he's like, like getting there. But like for all of this stuff to happen at that phase, it seems like like a, a lot of stuff to happen all at once when you're already settled into the human that you're about it, you know, imagine hitting 40 and you're like let's take a look back at my life well in the last two years yeah the voice at 38 my g like all that's 14 like, years you were together that's that, crazy. you got a kid you got to bounce between each other your label with all of your collaborators and friends just fell God. apart and then the show that you thought was dope just God. did not yeah yeah on on that's on that's tour. heavy no, that's a honestly, that's a midlife that's that a song, crisis like that song uh everything ends last year like hit me like a really sad this is us episode like, <laughs> it was just like it's october and i'm tired i Word. felt that. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, bro for some reason it's just like i feel like wow it's just it really talks to like it that is the relatable moment on the record for me because like having this feeling of just like wanting things to be normal but you're well aware that it won't be for a while oh and you're God, t- so, so many levels because you and it's somebody so and for yeah. him it sounds like somebody that needs shit to go back to normal because of his last year and he's like bro i can't even have a bounce back year because of this shit like i yeah. can't move forward because i'm stuck literally yeah it's funny Obviously, not obviously. This was produced before the pandemic and before the election. Yeah, um, and so they held it off until you know right around the election time too, because it felt appropriate on top of all the other things. And something mm-hmm. he mentions in I think the New York Times article that we were talking about earlier is that like he felt weird about so like, I guess like to to all of your points, like he felt weird about being so particularly frank about his experience because like at the end of the day, it's just also like. You know, like amidst all of my shit that's happening, like there's a global pandemic and an election that extremely matters this year. So um, it's yeah, it's a very interesting decision to be like, well, I'm gonna put it all out of here. If you like it, cool. If you don't, I'm gonna, yeah, I feel like that's I the best that. time to do it because yeah. everybody else going through some shit. So now might be the time to be like, you know what? I feel you. Or yeah, there's so I much think, stuff going on that people are just kind of like, you know what? Yeah. Like, don't I'm trying to hear some it. happy, like, I'm not trying to hear some happy shit. Because right I know you're lying to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> word. And also, I mean, this might be dark or, like, weird or anything, but I feel like uh, as black people, especially, like, black men, we're very, uh, like, we're very insecure about opening up and being super honest and stuff like that because we're supposed to be the ones that have it together no matter, like, where you are in your life. So like I I definitely appreciate him being like at the big age he is and going through something like that and just being like honest and just like hey this shit sucks bro and like this is the only way I know how to get my feelings out and like yeah it's awkward but like I gotta put my shit out there or I'll lose my mind on top of like everything that's I mean, going on and I and I really like appreciate that because then like we wouldn't have moments like these when we're just like that line of like it's October and I'm tired I'm like word like we're a month out after fucking october and i'm fucking exhausted bro like two weeks ago our last week felt like a year you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you you, sometimes you just need to hear like another person saying that and be like all right i'm not crazy i knew i I was in for a relatable time when he named its song sweatpants (laughs) spider-man 
bro that's that's like one of my favorite songs on there bro I was like, I know exactly the energy you're about to channel for this whole album. It's a really cool song, that that one. Because, like, if there's a dad rap song that he's going to proclaim as dad rap, it's that. But it's, like, not to it's not to its detriment. You know what I mean? Like, he's talking about having a middle age crisis, even though he's, like, not there yet. But, like, um, you know, he's talking about having slow reflexes and, like, poor memory and bad knees and like not understanding instagram it's like (laughs) a good encapsulator of like the overall sentiment of this record of him being like someone that's trying to navigate the aftermath of trauma sphere and you know it's funny too uh i didn't realize it until i i read it the 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 connection so that's possibly a nod to into the spider-verse because yeah that's why i said it was because it he wears, yeah, that Spider-Man wears the sweatpants. So also, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. yeah, but also that was Spider-Man was going through some shit. He was going through some shit. He came yeah, off bro. of a divorce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got thrown into another universe. He's like, I have nothing. He's like, I handled it like a champ while he's sitting in the tub crying. So that yeah. was like the perfect analogy. Also, yeah. perfect movie. I was watching it like two days ago. I watched it twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And I'm playing the new Miles Morales game. So it was just fucking it's a good time. It's a good time for yeah. all of us to hit. Like, um, I guess, piggybacking off of what you were saying, Jelani, like, um, and I forgot. Uh, damn, what, what was it you were saying in particular? Man, fuck. I was just gonna jump to Joe's though. Oh, okay. <laughs> just off what you were saying. Uh, what the fuck were you saying? I like had it, but I lost it all in one breath, bro. You, you want to hop into that joke or uh, not joke into that song or? Yeah, I mean, you might as well since I just threw it out there now. But like, yeah. Um, I guess again, I'm trying to circle back to this thing of like the black the black power fantasy not black power in the sense of like the black panther and that kind of black mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm fired all right <laughs> as jelani's wearing a black panther so assalamu alaikum is what i meant to say anyway um i like that that became like a full i like i like that that was an idea period this idea mm-hmm. of this black power fantasy and i like that it gets presented in different ways like the the sweatpants spider-man bit or the the shinji bit from evangelion which i haven't seen so i don't know shit about that anymore, but that's, a, that's i know heavy, I have to, heavy, yeah, yeah apparently yeah. it's about teenagers heavy. teenagers getting exposed to drama to save the world or something like that is your trauma oh while fighting in some mech suits bro yeah it's crazy wow. um, <laughs> yeah i don't know i just thematically i just really like i'm a joe star it seems like it I seems like, like another one like, Oh, oh you're you gonna be a JoJo's reference. Honestly, yeah, when I heard that song, part. I was like, I know Fax is gonna flip. <laughs> and I'm, just listening, I'm like, okay, get that reference. I get that one. And because there's a character called Ario Speedwagon, and he says Arsenio Speedwagon. I'm like, that's a nice blend of mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall and while referencing. Yeah, that. when I heard that, I was, I was like, like Ooh, this fire. Reference City, reference city. Give like, me all I, of it. I like listening to the song. It 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 feels like the confluence of all the like the black science fiction that that gets created as a response of not being seen but i like how also like the idea of forcibly putting yourself into this thing like for a minute now we had we were like teased with this idea of a black spider-man now we finally have one like i think we're far far from having like a well actually not far but it, it seems like a far idea to have like a black anime you know, especially being in one is so beloved as uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, why not? And I guess, like, 
I like that it it hits toward the tail end of this album too. It's just like at this point, like why the fuck not? Like, yeah, shit sucks, so I'm gonna do it anyway. On production, yeah, I I think you made the point, Jay. Like, this sonically sounds sad, and it's not. It doesn't bop. <laughs> oh no, the, the doesn't the, have a lot of groove to it. Really. Nah, the instrumentals are very weird. I I, I get it, and and it, it works for like him. It didn't necessarily work for me as a listener, but like yeah. I think in just of him, and if it's if it's keeping with the theme of him just getting raw emotion out and just like feeling and everything, those beats kind of match with like the the not the wackiness, but the kind of like um that pure honesty of his lyrics. It kind of like matches that energy. Um, so yeah, not my favorite part of the album. Like some of the beats are like, oh, this is kind of fucking weird and low key whack, but you know. <laughs> It, it, there, it definitely works for thematically. Yeah, there's a lot of space, and I feel yeah. like it. That's what it's. It does the job, you know. It gets the job done, so to speak. Um, but like, it's also very sleepy. Um, and it not to say that it's not captivating. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm really sorry how ambivalent I sound, but this album is very fifty fifty for me because it's like it's a lot of it's uh high points are kind of masked by it's like low points like for instance like i think sweatpants spider-man is like a low-key bop because like his flow and his rhythm kind of carries the beat as its own like instrument but i also felt like um the beat was like just a little too watered down for me and that's also the same for like Bucciarati. Like Bucciarati also just has like a lot of just random things in there, even though they're like nice random things. Like the the viol the string section at the end is it sounds like like a really cool like new jazz house take on like K pop, and I thought that was cool. Um, but like Asa's Bob also kind of has a this weird spaced out vibe to it um and like that that chorus is seriously an earworm and like i have to skip over it every time even though it's like his son like i feel bad doing it or i'm just like ah no <laughs> i'm sorry so i don't know this it, it before really you move on very... from that song i have to say that that's actually another jojo's reference bushirati is a character and it's referenced in the chorus when he said broken the zip again trying to fill my bag up to carry a grand that mm -hmm. character has a I'm not gonna get too much into what the anime is but there's mm -hmm. they have like a, a, a another person that does stuff for them that character's thing could create zippers so he's saying broken the zip trying to fill my character he's basically saying i need that character to come help zip my life back up help help him right. come help fix right. the bag for me because right. he could zip things up again so i thought yeah. that was also very interesting use of you know more black power fantasy Yeah, you know everything like cool. makes sense on this album just because like you know his pain really shows through and just like how he's kind of trying to pick up the pieces really sound really sounds like what this album is like just trying to find a mold for it to fit in where it's like it really is just like a a, a hodgepodge um not to its detriment but not to its like um merit yeah. either yeah I, I see what you mean like you know 
if you if you go the other way and you try to create something that sounds sounds like too polished yeah too i think it defeats the boxed, purpose yeah too packed well packaged yeah, yeah it defeats the purpose of what the 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 theme of the whole project is you know yeah and i think that the 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 choices and producers here too and not that i'm familiar with most of them but uh just like looking at this list um caleb stone is a frequent collaborator producer on this album gold panda pops up on here who's like an electronic producer of loading before huh loading i think his name is right oh loaded yeah loading pops up on here there's frank leone so there's a bunch of bunch of i guess very specific producers who help fit this sound sonically and then there's black milk on the second song oh yeah word shout yeah. Black milk. yeah i think that's why i think that's why i like head ass so much because it's like <laughs> it, I, I hear you because it it is such that is such a funny that's a low-key bop too like yes oh my head right like, the songs where, like the chorus could get annoying but you're like this is a funny joke and i like it it's a funny joke that's it doesn't it take itself seriously if that, it did that, you'd immediately dismiss the song but the, he knows it's a stupid ass thing to say and he just leans into it yeah, i love where he's just like why am i like this <laughs> it's so genuine like i feel it like wow yeah and i guess like that's a another thing about his delivery too like as an argument, you could say his delivery is extremely just like uninteresting, monotone, kind of like not activated, um, which is true. There are some songs like uh, what's the what's the character's name? Bushiardi? What is it? Yeah, Bushiardi. Yeah, like Bushiardi, like in that song, like you really could go to sleep because he really just like is chilling the whole song, and then Kari Fo comes in and kind of breathes some life into it. Um, so, uh, but, but again, like this kind of delivery, especially, um, works out for something like, like this whole thematic project. Like he doesn't have to be too loud or be too aggressive to get the point across. Um, mm-hmm. and because, you know, you're coming from such a disheveled place, you don't have to hide it. And he's not trying to hide anything on this too. So it, it fits it, like, it's still kind of like, damn, this is a slog, but. You know, it's intentional because the whole shit is a slog. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, I guess you have to be in a certain mood to. Yeah. Or not even a for mood, sure. but like you, this has to be relatable content for you. You know what yeah. I mean? It has to feel like it strikes a nerve to some capacity where it's just like, you know what, Mike? I've been there. You know, <laughs> like, especially on a, um, what the fuck is self care? Oh, like, sometimes, great. like, I'm really ask myself like what am i supposed to be doing to take care of myself and like am i supposed to do all the things that i don't enjoy <laughs> or <laughs> if i supposed to do- <laughs> Jelani, i feel like you laugh because that's been thrown at you before <laughs> like jelani work out no but i don't want to do it <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i feel you <laughs> listen like yeah and i get it it's just like it, it is a very genuine question that he like portrays that or it's almost like he's debating with himself and like going in these like 
these medical and psychological circles and like trying to figure out different ways to make himself happy and healthy and like kind of getting mixed results at the same same time it's funny i don't know mm-hmm. maybe so, so ratings <laughs> yeah um, right <laughs> let's do favorite songs real fast if anyone has any um, uh yeah what the fuck is self-care and i would say honestly i like head ass it's it's that nice sort of i don't know what's going on here but this is fun Hmm. it's a good, two contrasting kind of things because he i mean he actually does get serious on what the fuck is self-care he yeah. said i tried it out found pain i was circling started crying so hard i was gurgling, gurgling. i was yeah. like wow oh, that's that, that's pretty open <laughs> to yeah. say that yeah. it's, it's funny too like that line in particular like yeah let me try out this thing that's supposed to be really healthy for me and in, in the process of getting to that point yeah <laughs> this fucking water works and you're like god damn it is this healthy this hurts <laughs> it's really <laughs> you got the, the whole page is wet. You're supposed to look at your thoughts. And be like, yo, what's this? It's like, this is all teardrops from my eyes. <laughs> it's fucking great, bro. <laughs> I love this process. Is this what you want? <laughs> this is what you wanted. Close to the book. What more do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. um, um, favorite songs. Uh, Headass is like almost a favorite but i'll just say it's a favorite um sweatpants <laughs> fighter man is fire uh edge of new clothes is also cool mm-hmm. uh, everything ends last year takes a k for me and um airplane boneyard hmm. yes yeah, that's, that's a good way to end if he didn't have the last song in there airplane boneyard is a good way to end i don't know why that last song's in there I kind of get it. Why it's I liked it. I love it's it. It's cool. It's it's it's. I don't I'm not say that I don't like it. It's just like so like funny. I'm just like, what? What does this have to do with anything? But like, I feel I like it. that almost makes it work in the sense that like, all right, yeah, everything's so heavy, but I like I, to laugh yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of it. So here right, you go. Right, right. And yeah, here's sure. some like fatherly son bonding. Right. So, Little um, boy was spitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh what the fuck is self-care <laughs> definitely for me um edge of new clothes i think is my favorite like the chorus on there the beat i think that's the strongest beat on the whole record for me um, yeah especially the tail end um yeah. so edge of new clothes is by far a favorite um and then uh i actually really like the opener I like Death Parade. You know, yeah, you know, I missed, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a favorite for mine too. Throw that in there. Just because, like, I like, I like how sick, secular the song is. Like, cynical, you mean? No, cyclical. The cyclical oh, is what I, I meant to say. Like, I first, knew what I meant. <laughs> I said what I said. It means a circle, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he basically, he basically, he doesn't necessarily do it, but. He basically hits the first verse twice, you know, to reinforce yeah. the point that, you know, you did this, which made me do this, which made me do this. And that's how trauma works. Um, mm-hmm. So and apparently um, there are some things that, that that song addresses that are from like his past past from him growing up that he was not even comfortable really talking about yet. So that's just kind of like opening the door a little bit to get into whatever that is. Um but I, I guess just personally, I like 
that someone put that observation on paper and said like this is how shit happens is because something happened which caused something else to happen which caused something else to happen so um yeah yeah i think those are like my hard hitters word um i really liked uh sweatpants spider-man um the black mirror episode because mm-hmm. just that that chorus is just infectious and it's probably one of my favorite beats and and songs on there and then uh the last song the very very last song with his son 15 20 feet ocean that's wow. that was my that was my shit <laughs> i was like because i was like listening to the album on my way back from getting food and then i was like all right this album's cool i liked it and then that song came on i was like wait a second this nigga spin and i was like it was fire i really enjoyed it and i, and I just love how like I was like, oh yeah, he's also a comedian, and I mm-hmm. liked the fact that he had like a song with his son, and it just it just sounded cool. Like it, it definitely doesn't really fit the whole theme of the album or everything that we presented as the theme for that album, but it is very him, and I mm-hmm. like that he added on there, and it kind of adds to the I guess the other theme of him just being a dad and it just being a dad rap. Like you're gonna of course have a song with your son. If you're a yeah. rapper, you're gonna find a way to put your child on the song. <laughs> and he did. You know what I mean? Like it's, like arguably though, like what does he go like canoeing or whatever? Or kayaking? Yeah. I don't know, snorkeling. Snorkeling, yeah, like you're cool, you're gonna like try something new with your son because your life's falling apart. And I'm sure he's very worried your life's falling apart. And I'm like, nah, we're gonna drown. F this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's terrible. It's hilarious. The same form of like self-care, like, yo, let's do something different. And they're like, no, this is whack. <laughs> A hundred percent. Word. Um, ratings. Yeah. Drum roll. Jay, you go first. Jay Cass. <clears throat> um. Okay. So after like taking one pass through a uh, break body kids still daydream. And what happens when I try to relax? Um, both records were like loud, witty, catchy, creative. And uh, while you don't necessarily need to be catchy when the current headspace you're in is literally depicted in the title, trauma. Um, but in reference to his older stuff, I feel like like the quality um, is bitten off to some capacity although i respect the raw nature of this album and how like bleakly comical this album can be at times and it still remains um like one of those records that i'll return to when i feel like relating to something or feeling like i need like an emotional connection to um and you really feel that when it's like cultivated from the suggestion of write your feelings given by his therapist um, so, you know, it's, it's goofy, it's absurd, it's emotional, um, but it's still entertaining at the end of the day. So for me, I want to give it a 3.3. 3. Jelani Carter? Um. <laughs> we were in class. Uh, Jelani Carter? Uh, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't study for the test. Um, this may sound harsh. Not do two. it. Speak with your chest, little boy. 2.75, 2.8 is what I felt about it. I, I did hard. enjoy the album, but also at the same time, why I don't give certain albums like higher scores, whether it's good or not. It's like if I don't find myself 
wanting to play it again. It kind of knocks it down. Bro, you so, say it about every album. The albums that I like, I give four to four. You never go back to anything. I uh, <laughs> Look at my Spotify. You know if it's an album I like, I'll go back to it. It's a very um, honest scale. He says, if I'm going to listen to it again, it's at least a three. Exactly, bro. Like, come on, my nigga. Like, it, you know me. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not an album I'm going to go back to. It's like three oh, songs yeah, on Joe, yeah, <laughs> You good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's talk about it. No. <laughs> you want action? Action here now. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, 2.75, 2.8. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. And yeah, it's just sometimes they just got a little too corny for my liking. So yeah. <clears throat> that, yeah. Corny never been. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll give it a 2.8. It was just... I respect the hell out of what he gave us. It just fell drowsy to me at the end of the day where it, I feel like if it was, you know, I don't know if it just had an old someone else in the studio, just kind of helping with the direction and say, let's make this a great musical composition. This could have been like a serious body of work instead. It just fell to what amounts to exactly what he says it is. I wrote stuff down. It just happened to turn into music. Mm-hmm. So, Andre. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember what. Do I you have really. doubts? E. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Loves it. Um, both of you guys. Um, <laughs> I, I think my my head was landing at like three two, um, because you know how depression doubty works. I'm gonna listen to this album again, and like the songs that really resonate, like very much i find myself returning back to a lot like i really like the edge of new clothes like a lot and i anytime i go through this album i usually run that song back at least once or twice just because like the chorus is good i think the verses the first verse honestly doesn't seem like it like comes together until the second verse hits but it makes the first verse more rewarding when you get through it Mm -hmm. um but i think in the same way where like the gorillas album was good despite a lack of focus even though there was a very grand picture working there uh this album despite its faults you know despite the, the drowsiness that facts you do mention i really like the the thematic elements of this album to the point where like everything else is elevated because of it like i like and I guess this is just me saying, like, I can see myself in this. And that's probably part of my rating, too. Like, I do see myself a lot in this album. So mm-hmm. it's one that, again, we'll go, I'll go back to my sick answer. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give this a 3-2. And I think that's my Gorillaz rating, too. Um, oh, yeah. Shit, I you know what? I'll give it a 3-1. Because I, I do, I have that feeling of, like, production-wise, it's not the craziest album. So I'm just like, uh whatever but like thematically it's still strong for me and i i really admire that and when it songs like you know again like the edge of new clothes um death parade what the fuck is self-care uh the black mirror episode like they are funny they're very very candid uh pictures and i i like that and i and that's something you get with open mic eagle too He's never, there's no like performance, quote unquote, that's over the top or anything or some sort of persona he's putting on. So, um, yeah, I'll give it a 3 1. Okay, cool. That was the quarter note. Thank you for listening. As always, 
Follow your boys at the underscore quarter note on Twitter and Instagram. Tell us what you think. I'm Jay Cass. I'm Johnny Carter. I'm Andre Dowdy. I'm Fax Mercury. Peace and prosperity. <laughs>